Welcome to the Gut Goddess Show, a podcast for women who are fed up of being tired, bloated, and riding the hormonal roller coaster. This is for you if you're ready to create a better belly and gut health, balance your hormones, and create a more peaceful, happier mind. I'm Kezia Hall, your host, holistic nutritionist, coach, mom to young kids, trauma thriver, science and holistic geek, and this show explores my three-part methodology, the three F's for feeling good, food, feelings, and function. So if you're ready to create pain-free periods or ditch the toilet, food, and IBS drama and just create a normal, joyful relationship with your body and with the food that you eat without overwhelm, restriction, or crazy health obsession, this is the podcast for you and I am so glad that you are here. Let's get started with today's episode. Today we are talking about the missing piece when it comes to supporting your mental health. Today, I'm diving into some of the things that just don't get talked about, that people don't know about, but actually make a huge difference when it comes to supporting your own mental well-being. And as someone that struggled with mental health issues for a long time, I know this stuff really works. And I also get really frustrated that not enough people know about this, because when it comes to your mood, when it comes to your brain, when it comes to your mental health, there is so much that you can do to feel better on a day-to-day basis. This is so much. Some of it's really clear in the research, yet we don't know about it. It's not widely talked about, and I want to talk about it. There are more options or extra options for you outside of just medication and three sessions of free therapy on the NHS. Those things are not wrong at all. They can be really helpful. But if you are still struggling, there is more that you can do. There is more options available to you when it comes to supporting your brain. Because the goal is that you feel well and calm and peaceful and that you have moments of joy in your life. Moments where you just think, I'm so glad I'm here. You know, life isn't all roses and it's not all smooth sailing every single minute of every day. But I do believe, and one of the things I'm so passionate about, is helping you cultivate more joy and more peace in your mind. I have lived with a lot of noise in my mind for a very long time. And I know how awful it can feel, but I also know how much it can change. And I don't want to hold anything back from you or keep any secrets. So I'm diving into it in this episode. I'm going to share it with you so that your mental health can be resilient, so you can experience joy and that you can have moments of peace and calm because you deserve that. And I feel emotional just just recording the intro because I, I really care and I really want more people to know about this, okay? So that's what we are looking at. (sighs) But I hope you are doing well. I um, am recording this podcast. I went for a dip in my local lock this morning. I'm trying to train my twin girls (laughs) to stay at the side of the lock while mummy has like a little dip and swim in. So far, neither of them have dived in after me, but you know, we're still... I'm still working on it. One of them really loves water and obviously neither of them can swim. So, and it's freezing. So, you know, we're working on that. But again, actually, I didn't even mention in this podcast about cold water therapy. When it comes to anxiety, I found cold water therapy to be so helpful. As this is just a bonus tip before we even get into it. Um, but cold, I love being outside. And um, we also have a whiskey barrel in our garden where we do cold dips in the winter. It kind of got out of use in the summer because it's like no way to cool it down and it got a bit gross. So we've given it a good clear out. 
And now I'll be able to use the barrel again because that I find really, really helpful. So went into a lock and then I made a cup of rooibos, had some 85% dark chocolate. So my brain, my dopamine, guys, is pumping. <laughs> I'm ready for the podcast. <laughs> um, so that's a little bit of update of my day. Other than that, I am... Um, it's been fun. I've been onboarding some new clients, which is really great. I have space for new clients for the rest of this year. So we get started in October and November. And then the great thing about getting started to working with me privately now is that if you work with me in the accelerator, the Well Woman Accelerator, we work with each other over Christmas and right into the new year. So if we get started mid-October, we'll be going to at least the end of February, maybe beginning of March. And it's such a, I love working with people over this period of time because so often this is what happens, right? People are into October, the pumpkin spice lattes and scones, yum, yum, yum. And then it's Halloween sweets and then it's bonfire night. And people are just like, oh, what's the point? Because it's Christmas and I can't do anything. Nothing will change. I'm just going to drown in like mince pies and G&Ts. And then it's New Year and then you get to the New Year and then January is just depressing and cold. And nobody wants to like drink a smoothie in January. Like just no, like, you know, and it, then it's six months go by before you feel better. No, that is not okay with me. You deserve to feel good now. Not in six months time. Not in, not, no. <laughs> no, I want you to feel calm and peaceful and energized and vibrant and radiant now. And it doesn't, and I know you might be like, yeah, but Kezia, it just sounds like I need to be really restrictive and really awful and really hard. And no, it doesn't actually have to be. So if you want to, if you're thinking about working with me, then um, book in your clarity call, keziahull.com forward slash book or email me or send me a DM on Instagram and you can book in or chat and then we can figure out what might be the best plan for you. But I do have some spaces for new clients and I, it's a really great time to get started this time of year. And the more support you have, the easier it is. So if you're like, oh, but it's busy and kids and Chris, no, the more support you have, the easier it is. I'm going to say that again because I feel like some of you listening need to hear it. The more support you have, the easier it is. And I know that's like bleh, super obvious, but sometimes we don't join the dots. I know I don't. So I would love to work with you. And obviously, as this is coming out, I don't know if the Beat the Bloat program has started or it is going to start. I don't know, but feel free to join us. You can still join even if it's late and you can get access to the meditations, the meal plan, but I would love to see you in the Beat the Bloat program. This is also a great way to like just have a taster of what it's like to work with me and get a bit of coaching by email and those kind of things just for 15 pounds. So it's really low cost, really affordable. And I'd really love, I really know that you could be well and I really want you to be well because I know when you're well, just we the ripple effect that's created in the world is just phenomenal. I look at myself and as I have become more well, the ripple effect in my life and in my family has gone far beyond what I thought it would. And I know that would be the same for you. Okay, so you can book your call, keziahall.com forward slash book. You can join me in the Beat the Bloat program, keziahall.com forward slash beat. Okay, let's dive into the show. I'm excited to dive into this topic. I warn you, I am going to get a bit passionate, might get a bit ranty, but the goal is that you understand clearly and have most of the information, if not all the information you need to support your mental health or to support the mental health of those around you who you love. 
There is so much that we have not been told, that is not shared, that we have not been educated when it comes to cultivating and managing our mental health. And that's what I want to share with you here, because your mental health is not just solely dependent on these this, these specific neurotransmitters and the only option is medication and that's it. There's actually so much you can do to support depression, anxiety and other mental health issues. But if we don't actually understand how the structure of the brain works, if we don't understand the relationship of the brain with the rest of the body, if that makes sense, then we're going to feel really limited in our options. And actually, when it comes to your mental health, there is we feel often feel limited in when we're in the thick of it. And this is speaking as someone that's had mental health problems since childhood. Not problems. I don't really feel like they're problems anyway has has had mental health manifestations and experienced a lot of issues for a long time. Um, I know it can feel really hard in the moment, but actually there is so much that you can do. And that's what I want to dive into here. And this is something I talk about with my clients actually quite a lot. A lot of people that come to work with me have are on um, antidepressants. They struggle with anxiety or OCD or have other mental health issues diagnosed And that makes, often that makes total sense based on the other things, the other symptoms going on in their body. And it can sometimes be chicken and egg. You know, someone's had years and years of IBS and autoimmune conditions and joint pain, and they've developed depression because living in chronic pain every day is super depressing, (laughs) you know, or vice versa. They started off with poor mental health issues, maybe due to childhood events and trauma or um, for various factors. And then, then becomes these more um, physical symptoms, IBS, joint pain, whatever it is. So that's what we are looking at today. When it comes to your brain, there is so much that you can do to support your brain. And it's really helpful to think about mental health. Simply, just to categorize it, you want to think about if you're struggling with mental health issues, you want to look at three things. You want to look at the brain. How do you support the function and structure of the brain and neurons firing and those kind of things? You want to look at the rest of the body and how how is the brain's interaction, say with your gut and with your hormones and these other systems, how's that affecting it? And you know, how's that affecting your mood and that relationship? So brain with gut, brain with hormones, brain, like that whole relationship. And then also you want to look at your environment. We are a product of our environment. So if you are, have mold toxicity, if you have heavy metals, if you are in an abusive relationship, if you had trauma in your childhood, uh, blah, 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 all these kinds of things, that environment that you're in, if you're in a job that you hate, if you know, all of those things are massively going to affect your brain. So in true Kezia fashion, <laughs> I'm looking at things holistically as I do all the time, because this is just how my brain works. It just makes so much sense that all of these things are interconnected. So I'm going to go through a list this is not going to be comprehensive, but I'm going to hit the main heavy hitters here. And there's a lot, obviously a lot more depth to this, but I'm trying to keep this podcast to less than half an hour. So um, these are some of the areas that say you're coming to it with me and you are already on medication and you've had years of anxiety um, and that's say your anxiety is relatively consistent and then you've had bouts of depression as well. Um here is what we kind of want to look at. Here's how I would look at supporting your mental health. And this is all stuff I have applied to myself. You know, I've struggled. I can't remember. I don't have many memories of not feeling anxious. I, um, for various reasons, a lot of uh, trauma and abuse in my childhood did 
has created a more a brain that is inclined to anxiety and historically a brain that was inclined to depression I thankfully really haven't struggled with any bouts of depression for a long time I've had a lot of grief to go through and I do get quite anxious um, in the last couple of years like postpartum and those kind of things but depression actually thankfully hasn't been a persistent thing but I have had it and I was diagnosed depressed in my early 20s um, and I've never actually been on medication I always refused at the time which I'm not saying that that was the right or wrong choice it's just what I did at the time um, because because at the time I knew that it was actually probably more environmental, like circumstantial. There was lots of depressing things <laughs> in my life. Therefore, I was depressed. It was, that's kind of my very <laughs> logical way of looking at it at the time. Um, so, yeah, this, this is something that is close to my heart. A, because it's something I've lived with. Um, because I see it with my clients and also I've been working the last couple of months for a charity called Food for the Brain that really focuses on brain health and the more it's a research and education charity so it totally ticks all my boxes I'm, I've been really enjoying it um, and you know just getting access to some of the scientists and doing webinars with some of these kind of really intelligent people um, it's just really made me passionate about how important it is to support our brains because our brains are brilliant Okay, so let's look at how can you support your mental health and what are some of the missing pieces that don't get talked about? Because often we get offered, um, maybe in as far as I'm aware of in the NHS, you might get offered some CBT therapy, which can be quite helpful. Sometimes not helpful, sometimes is, kind of depends. Everyone's had a mixed experience. Or you might be get offered SSRIs or SSN, SNRIs. Anyway, some different medication. Um, or with anxiety, I can't quite remember what they're called, but things that would kind of help calm you down slash zone you out. Um, those are kind of really the options. Um, and if you struggle for a long time, you can kind of feel a bit hopeless and like, oh, you just have to manage this beast every day. That's sometimes how it's felt for me, is that every day you're waking up and you're like, is the fog there? Is the beast there? Is this cloud of anxiety there? Is this cloud of depression there? Is this a good day? Is this a bad day? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And that is really exhausting. And whilst I do think our mental health does fluctuate and there's seasons and things ebbs and flows, especially as a woman and you're cycling, your hormones are, are really interlinked with your mental well-being, for sure. Um, I think there can be, or I know from my own experience and my client's experience, that we can create more steadiness and more resiliency within our mental health. If we just look at reducing inflammation in the brain, supporting the structure of the brain and supporting the other systems. Things like neurotransmitters, yes, but also our nutrients and toxins and those kind of things. So what are some of the missing pieces when it comes to supporting our mental health? First of all, gut health. Gut health is really, really important. There's lots of different research around this, which I'm not gonna go into in too much detail. Um, but your gut health, we know that there is this gut-brain axis, meaning that they're communicating to each other a lot. And um, a kind of a simple example of this is say you're really nervous about something, you're stressed about a presentation you're giving. Chances are you might go and have a bit of diarrhea beforehand or like weird poo or urgently need the poo, even if you don't not usually need to. And that's because your brain has affected your gut really simple example and there's more intricacies to that also your neurotransmitters do get produced in the gut and they do play a role like serotonin for example is produced in the gut and it plays a role in your gut motility 
Um, it doesn't necessarily, it's not the same new, uh, serotonin that then goes on to your brain. Like some people on, on the internet are saying, and I used to believe until I did some more lectures, uh, listened to some more lectures and learned <laughs> more information. But we know that neurotransmitters do play a role in your gut health and that there is a communication consistently between your brain and your gut. So if your gut is really inflamed, then you're having this, if you imagine this feedback loop, you're just, your gut is constantly just creating a lot of feedback of inflammation to your brain, which if you're already anxious or already depressed or already struggling or wherever it is, it's really not going to help. That's a really simple way of doing it. There is more in-depth research that has taken place over the last 20 years when it comes to our gut-brain axis, but it is really um, clearly established in the research. Even if you look at, I did a webinar with um, a great pediatric surgeon, Dr. Alyssa Fasano, who's done a lot of work around gut health and say autism. And because again, you would think autism, what's that got to do with the gut? But because the gut affects the brain and the brain affects behavior, there's a really clear link between your gut lining and all of these kind of things. So this is a really interesting area of research, but often really missed. So if you're struggling with depression, improve your gut health for the love of God, improve your gut health. If you're struggling with anxiety, improve your gut health. It just, I'm not saying it's the magical cure that will fix everything in your life, but if you improve your gut health, it will support your mental health. You'll leave knowing what to eat, what supplements may help, and what lifestyle shifts to focus on so that you see some big shifts and changes in your symptoms in the following three to six weeks. This is the perfect place to start if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you tried lots of stuff that hasn't worked, and you have no idea to begin. If that's you, start here with the Root Program. I would love to help you. And it's also a great way to work with me without having to invest higher amounts of money. And it starts from just £695 and there's payment plans available. So if you're interested in getting that bespoke one-to-one support so that you can make some big shifts, figure out what your root causes are, learn what to eat, what to supplement, what to really focus on to see incredible changes, then go to keziahall.com forward slash book. That's keziahall.com forward slash book just to book your free call with me. This doesn't commit you to anything. You don't have to sign up to anything on the call. It's just that I can find out more about you and check that this is really going to be worth your while and that you're going to see some incredible results. I would love to work with you and get started. So go to keziahall.com forward slash book today and I'd love to chat with you soon. Okay, let's get back to the show. I don't know to what degree I can't tell you if you improve your gut health, your your mental health issues will improve by 80%, 10%, 20%. That's what I don't know, but I know it will help it. Um, so it's really worth doing. Next thing. So we've talked about gut health. Next thing is supporting the structure and function of your brain. Really simply put, you need a fatty acid called DHA that comes from omega-3 fatty acids to help, let's just say, build the brain. We're putting it really simply. So you need to be having good quality, you need to be getting these kind of fats into your diet. Your brain is mainly made out of fat, specifically this DHEA fatty acid. So what do we need? We need to be eating fish oil. We need to be eating eggs. Fish oil loves the brain. Fish, eating fish, eating eggs, fish, 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 fish. <laughs> if you don't like eating fish, supplement. And if you're struggling with mental health issues, if you were my client, I would probably say eat fish and supplement with really good quality fish oil. This is something, again, really clearly in the research can be supportive um, 
of those, especially, I think the research I looked at was mainly around depression, but it's really supportive of your mental health. I've really ramped that up this year as I was looking into some of the research a bit more of my own fish intake through food, but also supplementation. And I do think that's been a part of helping my mental health stabilize and become more resilient. Fish health, uh, fish health. Fish oil is really, really important. I give it to my kids every day when they let me because your brain is really, it, it's created from these fats, from these types of fats. And DHEA um, is a really important one as well as other fats, saturated fats, these kind of things that play a role. But if you're struggling with your mental health, you need fish oils. Um, eating fish, you know, I, every day I'm trying to eat some sardines, a mackerel, really simple, easy lunch. And, and if you don't eat fish, you most certainly need to supplement with it. If you're vegan, you can get vegan um, supplements. You, the, the, the often just very low dosages. So you probably need to take quite a lot of, um, of them, if that makes sense, to get that DHA requirement. But again, that's something, you, again, you can look into it more, but it's something if you're working with me, I'd probably put you um, onto to support your mental health. And then linked with that is looking at nutrition, uh, nutrition, nutrients and minerals. So we've just talked about we need these DHA fatty acids to help, let's just say, build our brain. In order, what what we didn't realize probably about 10, 15 years ago is we knew that fish, well, that the research around that has been around for years and decades and decades that it's helpful and beneficial. But what we've learned more recently is that in order to build the brain you need these fats and you also need for example vitamin b12 to help with construction (laughs) let's just let's just continue on the metaphor so you actually need both your fish oil and your vitamin b12 so vitamins play a really important role so do minerals if we're thinking about say dopamine production you actually need zinc to help with dopamine production you also need vitamin b6 that's not a mineral but that's a vitamin to help with dopamine. Also, there's great research around the mineral chromium in terms of helping um, support your mental health and depression and anxiety and these kind of things. So really addressing nutrients and minerals is so important. Are you getting enough zinc? Are you getting enough B12, chromium? Are you getting enough um, of these other really important minerals? Magnesium, again, really important for your brain health and sleep and those kind of things. So next thing is um, sleep. Sleep is when your brain recovers. If you do not sleep adequate hours and if you do not have good quality sleep, your mental health will struggle. So you need to get to bed. You're looking for a minimum of seven hours and you want good quality sleep. You want good REM sleep. You want good deep sleep. I just did a a, a podcast episode on sleep a couple of podcasts ago about how I improved my sleep even with having three young children, which I have done, my quality of sleep has improved despite having three children in three years. It's possible. And my mental health has really been helped through having good quality sleep. So sleep is essential, really important. And again, I know for some of you might be like, well, easier said than done, Cassia. I really want to go to sleep, but I can't go to sleep. And it can be a whole thing. Again, I've worked with lots of clients around improving their sleep because a good night's sleep actually depends a lot on what you do during the day and your insulin balance. And it also is dependent on nutrients and it's dependent on melatonin and it's dependent on stress levels and your nervous system and toxins, all these things. So sleep's a key one. Also, what plays a big role in your mental health is insulin management or your blood sugar. Now, there is no better example of this than watching a child who is hungry or coming to my house. I have a five-year-old, two two-year-olds. Just don't give them any food for a really long time. Get to about five o'clock when everyone's tired, everyone's hungry, 
and just see what their mental health looks like during that time. I'm just, just imagine hungry, really hungry children. Dinner time. Are they calm? Are they peaceful? Are they delighting in life and feeling joyful and grateful and steady? No, they are freaking out, crying, wailing, depressed. Like my son will even sometimes be like, I don't know why I'm so sad, mommy. And I'm like, it's because you're needing to eat some food. You've been at school a day or at the childminders, you've been at nursery. Boom, eat some food. What happens to their mental health? What happens to their mood? Instantly improves. So blood sugar management, really important. Sometimes I even get clients to wear a CGM, a continuous blood glucose monitor. But stabilizing your insulin is really important because your brain actually uses up a lot of energy. It requires a lot of glucose or ketones in order to run. So if your if the glucose in your blood is very up and down and roller coastery, you can imagine how much your brain is going to struggle when you, that blood glucose drops, if that makes sense, because that's its one of its main fuel sources. It's probably your main fuel sources unless you're really conscious about fueling with ketones as well, which is a whole other topic. <laughs> also, ketones, um, supporting ketones to the brain can be really helpful for mental health as well. It's not as much research. It's more around like preventing things like Alzheimer's and cognitive function. But things like um, we have C8 oil in our house and I sometimes add that to my kids' porridge and use that as well to support my brain. Side note, that's kind of a little bit more nuanced and I'm really just talking about some of the basics here. So insulin management, sleep, and then you also want to look at toxins as well. Is there mold going on? Is there heavy metals? And also I count, like what I think of as toxins or environmental factors. Are you in a depressing, abusive relationship? Are you in a job that you hate? If you, every day you're doing something that you hate, of course you're going to be depressed. Like I know that I don't mean to sound flippant with that, but sometimes we can just not join the dots with things. Maybe you're unfulfilled in your career. Maybe you're lacking purpose and drive. Maybe you don't like what you're doing. Maybe whatever it is. Maybe you live in a place that's moldy and that's every time you go to sleep, you're breathing in mold and it's creating a lot of inflammation and a lot of struggle. Maybe you have mercury toxicity or like me, arsenic toxicity that was affecting my thyroid, that was affecting my metabolism, that was affecting my brain. That's another point. Your thyroid health can play a huge role in your mental health as well. If your thyroid is over or underactive, then that will really impact your mood. And a lot of the time women get um, misdiagnosed as depressed when really they have a thyroid problem going on. There's sluggishness, there's thyroid disease. Um, I have uh, so many of my clients who've discovered thyroid issues and they've maybe just been told they're depressed or that they're anxious when yes, they maybe are, oh, that is our experience, but there's a really clear reason for it. It's the thyroid's off. So that is one. And another one we want to look at, this is something I've been researching more recently in my own kind of continued professional development is using amino acids to support um, as the precursors for neurotransmitters. So we think if we think about serotonin, that gets made um, by the amino acid tryptophan. And so sometimes making sure you're, you can supplement sometimes with these types of amino acids, tryptophan or something called 5-HTP. There's other amino acids you can use as well, um, like GABA for anxiety. Um, these kind of things can also be really helpful in terms of boosting your neurotransmitter production. Maybe you do need more serotonin. Maybe you do need more um, your GABA, which is kind of how you relax. So often if you drink alcohol, you, um, the reason that's so relaxing is because of how it affects the kind of, let's just say the GABA pathway, um, which is why so many people drink alcohol because it helps them unwind. But there's 
this can sometimes be a sign that your neurotransmitters are actually not totally balanced. And there is a test I run with my clients called an oat test that looks into some of your neurotransmitters, specifically your dopamine and your serotonin, and just has a look at how well balanced that is. And a lot of the time, especially if I'm working with clients that really struggle with sugar cravings or mental health issues, there's some imbalances going on there. And it can be really helpful to test or get a bit of a picture of what your neurotransmitter, just what the levels are like, for want of a better phrase. Okay, so those are some of the things you can do. I could, there is more, but I don't want to overwhelm you. And I feel like this is quite a long list already. And I just want you to know that there's so much that you can do to support your brain. Even if the only thing you do after this podcast is start eating more oily fish and maybe taking a really good quality fish oil supplement like uh, Minami is a good one, Nordic Natural is a good one, Cytoplant is a good one. There's quite a lot of good, just don't get it from a supermarket. <laughs> you know, if we just start eating more sardines and more fish oil, your brain will thank you. It really, really will. Because there is so much you can do to support your mental health. And I know when you're in it, it can feel hopeless and pointless and really hard. And just, it's just a lot. But also, when you feel that way, it's because the body is out of balance. This, because there's inflammation. Because your brain is struggling. So when you have mental health issues, it can be really helpful to almost detach the experience of the depression, of the anxiety, of whatever it is, from who you are as a person. You are not a depressed person. Your biology is, is struggling and a symptom is depression. That's my belief. That's my experience. I am not an anxious person. I have experienced a ton of anxiety in my life for good reason because of things that have impacted my biology. And now I can feel really empowered and I can feel really confident that I can support my brain and support my mental health through these things. And I do, I feel it. If I, if I don't sleep or if my insulin management goes off or I don't take some of my nutrients like fish oil and B12 and herbs that help, then I can feel it in my mental health. I can sometimes notice that shifting and that change. So just know, I hope this is really empowering to you. Um, and just go one step at a time. Obviously, if you want more support with this, if you want to have a bit of a personalized plan or to figure out what your unique root causes are, then um, you can always sign up for the Root, work with me in Root, which is um, my one-to-one program, this kind of Kickstarter for that. Um, and you can do that just by going to keziahall.com forward slash book. Also, we'll be chatting about this and touching on this a little bit more in the Beat the Bloat program as well, because part of the focuses of that program is how we can improve your mood. And as you as you can tell, I have a lot to say on improving your mood, a lot to say on mental health and supporting your brain because this is stuff we've never been told and mental health issues are everywhere. I feel like everyone is struggling and nobody knows, and not nobody, not many people know this stuff. And it makes me sad because some of these things can make a huge difference. And they're like well-researched. It's not just like hippy-dippy like hopefully for sure it helps. No, it's like really well researched this stuff and I want to share it with you. Okay. Sending you love. Thank you for being here and I'll see you next week. Your comments that really helps the podcast to reach more people. And if you want to know more about anything I mentioned in the podcast, you can go to the show notes at keziahall.com forward slash blog. 
And I would love to hear from you if you have any other questions. And please share this podcast with anyone that you know that you find helpful. Screen share it, put it on Instagram, Facebook, put it in your WhatsApp groups, screenshot it, share it with a friend. The more people that hear about this show, the merrier, because more and more women need to know how good they get to feel. So thank you for being here and I will see you next week.